The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. All right, boys and girls, my name is Tobias Woodboard. I'm on the marquee. It's beer. It is. And I am here for a very special episode. And it's literally a cheers to Dan Rosen, just a legendary member of the beer community, internationally known, locally respected. And I'm here with a man who's also locally, internationally respected all over the place, Wayne Wumbles from Cigar City Brewing. How are you today, man? Great, sir. How are you? Man, I'm fantastic, man. Living the dream and drinking a good beer. Let's get right into it, man. Typically, I kind of meander a little bit, but we have to kind of move quickly because today is a special occasion. We're celebrating Dan Rosen, and we're having a beer that's literally called To Dan. Tell us about that brew, man. Basically, um, <clears throat> John Roberts and I had a, an initial connection um, years ago um, when I used to brew beer in Atlanta, and, um, and he introduced me to Eric Johnson um, a little bit later on after I... Because he's running trapeze at the time, right? No, actually, um, I, I never met Eric while he was running trapeze. Okay. I met Eric uh, after he was already um, running uh, Walt Heaven. And um, John just uh, said, there's this guy you really have to meet, and I think you'll, re- you'll really... you really, you really uh, like him. So he's doing some things that I think that you'll... Uh, you really appreciate and um, so this is probably like two or three years ago and John brought me over here to meet uh, Eric and uh, Eric and I hit it off and he was doing some things that um, were just uh, outlandish in my opinion as far as uh, how someone conducts uh, or views um, <clears throat> Brett biotransformation and different things like that so um, basically, after uh, after John introduced introduced me to Eric, I started to realize that um, I'd really like to uh, to to do a collaboration or do some work with him. And last year, we created a beer together, and um, and that's still in progress. That was a sour beer, right? It's still coming, right? It's still correct in these barrels and coming along. Mm-hmm. Eric's kind of mentioned that beer a little bit. Uh, you guys are still coming up with a name and all the different things for it, correct? Or have you that, that name? That, that's true. No, yeah. I don't think we've. I think we have a name, but uh, we, we still uh, have to uh, to completely uh, put everything everything in place. So um, basically, it put it puts everything in place for now. With um, a text I received uh, late one evening several months ago. And, um, and basically, I got the sex from Eric that said that uh, um, something happened with Dan, and um, and I I think it surprised all of us. But um, uh, I took several days, and I, I thought about it, and I thought that it would be best if, um, if we put something together with with um, the whole triad, basically, and add Amp Covington, who was. A part of Missouri, and right. uh, and then this pretty much uh, was the beginning of this project. 
which unfortunately um, ha- uh, took place. Yeah, I mean, and you know, look, I, it's it's crazy because um, I had Dan on my podcast. I still haven't actually aired it yet. I don't know when I'm going to air it or what I'm going to do with the with the interview. We talked for well, you know how Dan is. We talked for a couple hours. Sure, ninety five percent of it was Dan, just because. That's just who he is. Sure. He's very optimistic about where Missouri was, what it was doing. We may have been out of had about five or seven um, of his beers that he was making. He was very proud of what he was doing and what he was a part of with Ham. That's very well he should have been. Right, I mean, because he was doing some, some crazy dope stuff, man. And it was going to run on the Wednesday, but he passed on that Tuesday and I didn't run it. So for me, it's just kind of cathartic a little bit, being able to come out and hang out with you guys and just talk to you about this interesting double IPA. And it's you, it's Eric Johnson, it's JR from Max Loggers and Hamp Covington from Missouri combining on one beer. That's a lot of cooks in one kitchen, a lot of chefs. Personally, I feel like they are some of the best brewers in the Southeast. And um, it just made sense to create a, a, a beer in honor of Dan based upon um, our uh, collective um, relationships. Wow. And tell me about this beer. It's a double IPA, 8.5% ABV, which means it ain't sessionable, guys. We got to drink it slow, but it doesn't drink like that, right? I don't think that any of us were concerned about the ABV. Honestly, I think nice. that it was more based upon... Um, Dan's approach to beer as a human being and as a brewer and I think it had a lot more to do with also his focus on coconut and um, that man loves a coconut (laughs) definitely and we tried to respect him as much as we possibly could Um, and I think this beer is a perfect um, uh, representation of what he would have enjoyed had he been here tonight to share this beer with all of us Wow, and it's it's so interesting. And then, just a little bit, if you can, what what kind of malts did you use? How did you guys kind of come up with this? The malt bill is insignificant. I mm-hmm. think that uh, For real respect the, the hop bill, and I think that um, I think that the way that we chose the hop bill is was very democratic. Oh, um, talk about that. Talk about that. So basically, we. Um, decided that there was a certain uh, um, like range of different hop varieties that we would potentially consider for uh, this beer and between um, JR and Eric and Hamp and I, um, we created a percentage value um, uh, basically we had like um, pint glasses full of the different hop varieties that might be candidates. Wow. And we also had a pint glass that was full of toasted coconut. And all of our uh, efforts were based upon um, trying to make sure that we put everything in place to make this beer the best representation of a memorial for Dan Rosen. And I think that we succeeded exceptionally. And that's just a little... I mean, this beer, it, it feels... And I'm not just saying it because you're standing here, but it feels like a sunny beach kind of day. It feels like what you would think a relaxing. Like, it's, you know, there's an old saying, um, beer makes us feel like God intends us to feel, right? I think that's what I get for this beer. I don't think it was flipped um, in the way that Dan would have had it. 
based upon how he was uh, very adamant about being aggressive in certain areas. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, it's collectively a very good representation Love of it. our personal feelings about how we feel that uh, that Dan would have been best memorialized. Guys, a special episode of Beard Is in memory of Dan Rosen as we discuss Cheers to Dan here at Wild Heaven Brewing and here rocking with Wayne Wobbles of Cigar City. You know, got his chops going in Atlanta. So, like, how'd you first meet Dan? What's your memory of Dan? What's your fondest memory of Dan? Uh, probably at the Atlanta Cascale. Uh, you know, like, put together. Shot the Oak Tree. Oh, and oh, yeah. And, um, and then um, he ended up winning, like, uh, second best people's choice at Hunapu Day one year. Um, Shout out to Hunapu Day. I love that event, man. Yeah. So it was just, uh, that's when I began to, to like, understand his uh, character and his, uh, his devotion to, I think, what we all um, feel is uh, um, amazing for all of us. I mean, it's just craft beer, you know? Yeah. But craft beer is like music. Sometimes uh, things don't go so well and... We always have memories about it, though. Wow. Guys, and I, I can share with Wayne all day, but I, and I want to let this man get back and kind of fellowship with the crew. And by the way, man, there's like, I'm not even Atlanta beer royalty. I would say Southeastern beer royalty here represented. There's guys who have breweries and dreaming. There's big brewers. A lot of people here showing love to Dan Rosen. And I think that's a testament to who and what he was, right? Definitely. There's no doubt about it. There was, there was no one who was more approachable than him as a human being. It didn't matter if it was craft beer or not. Yeah. He was just a, a great human being. Yeah, I, I knew Dan because um, I'm a journalist, so I worked with him at CNN. And as an interesting story I may share later in the show about how him and I met and how we both figured out that we both love craft beer. Um, but from there, I'm going to take this quick pause. Thank you, Wayne, for... One, assisting with this amazing beer. And it is an amazing beer. Salute. It is an amazing beer. I think, if I'm correct, you can only get your hands on it at Wild Heaven, right? I believe so, but uh, Eric Johnson could answer that question better. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get Eric on a little bit later to kind of talk about if and where you can find that beer outside of here. But it's definitely at Wild Heaven. The proceeds go to Dan Rosen's wife and his family. Correct. So, and, and, and by the way, very important. And that's that's the most important thing about. It. I mean, even for me as a, I, I'm lucky. I get to, I get to drink a lot of free beer, a lot of good free beer. But today, I paid my money because it goes towards his family, towards his wife, and towards his legacy. I agree. Guys, again, this is beer. It is on the CSPN Network. We'll be back. Got some more people to talk to today. Wayne, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown and Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This is Tim Dog from the Copper Chronicles. 
Make sure to join myself, Agent 70, Dirt, and Roddy Cat live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we discuss the latest breaking comic book news and also review the new comic books each week, along with discussing TV shows, movies, and much more. And make sure to go to our website, theclicknation.com. You can listen to the Comic Book Chronicles every Friday by subscribing to the Cold Slither Podcast Network. All right, boys and girls, we are back here for Beer It Is on the CSPN Network. And this is a tough day, but a beautiful day as we honor Dan Rosen. We just got finished talking to Wayne from Cigar City, one of the four brewers who contributed to this fantastic. And I'm not just saying it's fantastic because if you know me by now, you know the show. I don't really like bullshitting people and telling people what beer is good and it ain't. But, yeah, this beer is badass and salute you guys for doing it. It's for an unfortunate reason, but nonetheless, it's a great beer. And as I say, and I start, cheers to Dan. Cheers to Dan, always. And so I am here with JR from Max Lager. And let's start from there. What's your favorite memory of Dan that you can share? Because oh, <laughs> there's some memories I can't share. Them, but. There's so many. You know, uh, uh, I think one of my favorite memories of Dan, and, and some people can tell you similar stories about Dan, but... Uh, at not this past year's but the year before CBC, the Crappers Conference, yeah. and it was in Philly. We roomed together. I had a room, and he he wasn't sure he was coming up. And I, I just said, "Damn, I got a room. Just come stay." Yeah, he's going to get drive here. Up, get yeah. here. You can room with me. And uh, you know, we didn't spend the whole time together. We went and did our, did our stuff, but we spent a lot of time together that week. And one night, I came in I, and uh, came back to the room. And, and came came to the door, and the room's dark. You know? Oh, Dan's not back yet. So I come in the room, I turn the TV on, I'm kind of hanging out. And suddenly I hear this splashing. I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, um, Dan? He's <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, oh, I'm in the tub. Oh, awesome. Dan had a tendency to like the tub in the dark. Okay. He would come in and just (laughs) chill out, all lights out, kind of sensory deprivation, Dan in the tub, which was a little weird. Yeah, I'm sure it was. You walk into the room and... It fit his personality. Especially after a night at... Look, I've been to CBC, I've been a few... And it can... It can build up on you, man. It's like, all right, dude. And so he's like, do you need to go to the bathroom? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm no, good. even if I, I did, I, I can wait. <laughs> I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dan, man. It is so interesting sharing these stories. So I, as I was telling Wayne earlier, I met Dan as I worked as a journalist. Mm-hmm. And I know of him a for a while. A big part of his life. A big part of his life. And that's yeah. how him and I bonded and connected. Yeah. And so one day we happened to be at a bar in Atlanta. Not to show the best bar, but they had... Two craft beers. I ordered one, he ordered the other. And he looked at me, he's like, why'd you order that beer? I was like, well, because it's probably the best beer they have here, and I like beer. And he was like, oh, so what, why do you like that beer? It was on um, Wicked Weeds Pernicious before they, yep. you know, whatever. We That's a whole other conversation, not for today. So anyway, so, you know, they're having, you know, we're having a, we're having a beer, we're talking. Next thing you know, we're talking beer, and he's like, what do you like? And, of course, one of the first things he says, man, I try to get coconut in everything I do. <laughs> 
And so, <laughs> and he literally said it like that. God bless him. Yeah. And that brings me to where we are now with this 8.5 ABV IPA, yep. man. Walk me through this beer and how'd you guys come up on this? Well, you know, it, it just made sense. I mean, it's one of the, like you, you alluded to, two of the greatest things or the biggest things that Dan loved was really fresh IPA. Yep. And coconut. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like you say, he would want to do everything in coconut. And, uh, you know, it just kind of made sense to us to do this IPA, or double IPA in this case, uh, that Dan would, I, I just, I have to believe he would be here just smiling. Yes, he would. And, and the thing about Dan is, he never had a bad word to say about anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish we could all be that way. Yeah, I, I've never met anybody who could find something about everybody, even the worst person on earth, and find something about that person that was yeah. decent or tolerable. And yeah. we just and, and, don't get and, that. You know, one of the things I always like to say about Dan, he was, you know, love, lovably annoying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you, you just had to love him. You know, I love him to death. Yeah, he's just one of those people, right? I mean, like, he was really passionate about oh, this beer thing. passionate about everything. Yeah. Actually. And, we went uh, off. And some of the conversations, I wish I could share them, but <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Well, you know, you wanted to steer away from politics. Yeah, of course. Generally. Oh, my God, yeah. Because that was just too much to talk about with him. Cause right. Because he, he knew everything. And, yeah, well, <laughs> No, but I mean, in a in a way that he literally was educated. Yeah. On everything. Like it Whether would blow it's your mind. Opinion or not, he was not uneducated about what he talked about. So, <laughs> and speaking of being educated on things, man, Eric Johnson oh. over here running wild heaven. You got Wayne Walmers, head brewer, and then you got Hamp Covington. I love that guy. <laughs> I mean, but it's four cooks in the kitchen, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. How'd you guys work that thing out? You know, it was um, it was easier than you might imagine, okay. um, and I think a lot of it comes from you know the cause. Right. You know? It was it wasn't hard to imagine what would really speak to Dan's memory. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really hard to, to come up with. And you know, I've worked with Wayne. I've known Wayne for twenty plus years. I've known Eric for God, I don't even know how many years. I've known Eric. Uh, and Hamp as well, and and nobody approaches it through ego, right? And we approach it through the fact that we want to create the best beer that we could could create together first, and also create the best beer that we could create together to honor Dan, right? And I tell you what, man, today's event, twenty five bucks, you get the tasting here. Unfortunately, by the time you hear this, the event will over, but I think. Eric said there's going to be a few cans left that maybe you guys can come by Wild Heaven and get. The proceeds go That's right, right here. to his family. And yes. and even like I'm looking at beer guys, we're looking at ale, I'm looking at a lot of different people in the community. And quite honestly, we're having a lot of free beer. But today was a day I had no problem giving them my $25. Yeah. I can't think of a better way to spend $25. Uh, no, no way. That's certainly uh, absolutely true. You know, um, Dan's immediate family has no real financial need, but his uh, his former wife uh, Susan does. She's putting herself through, or Dan was helping putting her through. Uh, uh, I believe nursing school is what it yeah. is, and uh, she certainly needs the help. And you know, we wanted to help in any way we could. And right. to be honest, you know, we when it happened, it was a shock to all of us, obviously. And 
we, and as everybody who's a friend does, is what can I do? Right. Well, you know, we're all brewers. What do brewers do? They make beer. Brew beer, yep. And, you know, nothing to me would make Dan happier than for us to come together and make something like this. Wow. And it's got to be interesting because, uh, obviously, you three guys, you, Eric, and Hamper in Atlanta, but with Wayne not being in Atlanta, how was it like? Was it over the phone? Was it back and forth? Or? Uh, yeah, initially. I mean, to be honest, yeah, Wayne was the first one on the phone to me uh, the night after it happened. I almost called him that night, but I, to be honest, I couldn't talk. Yeah. I, I really couldn't. Yeah. I was... Uh, I was emotionally distraught. I would imagine so, yeah. But the very next day, uh, Wayne calls and says, man, we got to do something. And I was like, I, I was just about to call you, man. And uh, we, we throw our, threw our forces together, and there, and uh, you know, Wayne and, and uh, Eric didn't know Hamp as well as I do. Mm-hmm. And so I called Hamp. Well, he obviously had to be involved with it. Of course. And uh, pulled everybody together. And it was, you know, once we set the path on what we wanted to make, it was very. It was actually fairly easy. Yeah, and, and speaking of the, today's event, man, as, as I'm sitting here, we're we're sitting on the veranda here at Wild Heaven, and we're walking and we're looking. And I mean, look, there's guys from Torch Top, which is a really great brew pub. Their owners are here. I mean, Variant, which is a brewery that's on its way. Their guys mm-hmm. are here. Some of the guys from Burnt Hickory. I mean, Dan you know. touched a lot of lives, man. He touched every life he he ever encountered, and uh, we like to say. Uh, Dan didn't have anybody that wasn't a friend. Yeah. You know, he was, uh, was a great guy. Yeah, it's just, and it's so interesting to see so many people, so many different brewery shirts on, whether it's people who are fans of places or even people wearing the Missouri gear, man. Like, what does that mean to you when you just kind of take a look and you just see? Uh, it means everything. You know, Dan's legacy will... will stand for a long time and you know it, the, the biggest shame or the biggest uh, you know you know how to put it but you know yeah. that Missouri didn't manage to get a brick and mortar before he passed yeah you know and yeah, I know Hamp wants nothing more than to make it happen if not for no other reason to honor Dan to honor Dan yeah it's it was interesting is I recorded with him the week before, about a week and seven days before he passed off. I still haven't run it because it was supposed to run on Wednesday. He died on a Tuesday. Right. And I just didn't feel right running it then because, I mean, right. literally we talked for two hours about him and how close he was. And, you know, they had found a couple spots, you know, and, and we're really rolling. We, we may have tried one or five of his beers and yep. so on and so forth. So... Yeah, it was, I still haven't decided what I'm going to do with that audio, but at some point I'm going to do something with it. Yeah, you should. You know, to honor him and that Absolutely. legacy. Maybe when Missouri gets it going, mm-hmm. I may run that audio back because it was some good stuff. Yeah, it was. But anyway, from there, man, I just want to thank you so much for taking out time to talk Absolutely. to me on on this day that means a lot to it does. not only Atlanta beer, Southeastern beer, man. Absolutely. And, you know, beyond that, Dan touched people 
everywhere he went. He yeah, he did. The world. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Because I, I talked to some guys from, um, ah, what's, who makes Toppling Goliath? The, um, uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean. No, that is Toppling Goliath. No, Toppling Goliath, the brewery. Made, yeah, yeah, the brewery. And, oh, yeah, because they have the, they have that big beer, that big stout where they keep strong yeah. stouts. And that guy's from up there said, hey, can we send some love? So, man, shout out to you guys for doing this and making this beer. Fantastic. Thanks.